right, I'm going to start recording this before, like, because I made a mistake. They going to clown me on the pie. So before I drop the beat, I we was recording for like 10 minutes and nothing actually got recorded, y'all. So we running this from the top. Oh, man, we're on a streak. Welcome to the episode. Ah. Recording this time. Hey, yeah, we recording this time. We listed all of the stats. We gave you all of the facts. You know you smarter than that. You know you smarter than that. Holla, 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 holla. Finna blow up. Holla, holla. Smarter, the smarter, the smarter, the smarter than that. We listed all of the stats. You know you smarter than that. Smarter, the smarter, the smarter, the smarter, the smarter, the smarter. Let this whole play out a little bit. I like this part. What's up with it, y'all? I'm gonna just let that play in the background. I'm gonna jam. And he's so thought that this beat wasn't complete. What? Yeah, this is a nice beat. When we first thank you, bro. When he, when he played it, cause we just wanted to hear it, cause he didn't. We he said it wasn't finished, so we were like, yo, just play us what you got. And this was what he had. Hey, this person, me, this is this is this is worthy of the Topo Chico game, okay? <laughs> Oh, by the way, y'all, it's your man Martel. Oh yeah, it's your boy Wally B. The B is for billions. Cole, the awkward new guy. Cole, the awkward new guy. Welcome to the You Smarter Than That podcast, everybody. We're so glad y'all decided to join us. Definitely. Oh yeah. Switch gears one time. I feel like Leon Phelps, the ladies' man. <laughs> Have you ever seen that movie? No. You never saw the ladies' man? No. Oh, boo. I, I, I got to get a boo week. button. Do what? That movie funny, bro. Is it? What? All right. Y'all go check that out. We're going to make an episode about, we're going to entitle it The Ladies Man. Ladies Man. That's what you got to say when they walk in. <laughs> wow. I can't believe you haven't seen that. But welcome to the pod, y'all. I don't know where your man 2J is, uh, but my little brother, you know what I'm saying, Mr. Cole, uh, he slid out to, and uh, he came from out of town and uh, we we chopping it, man. Uh, I'm glad to have you in the building, brother. Welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's good to be here. Um, today's episode is brought to you by Wally B. The B is for billions. Shut up. You know what I'm Harvey game show ass nigga. Hey bro, I really I could be I could do that. I could host a game show. It would have to be an inappropriate Hell game nah, show. Hell no, you couldn't host no game show. Yes, I could. As competitive as your ass is, he'd be looking at the one team making all the wrong answers, yelling at their ass. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> wrong. I'd be clowning their ass. <laughs> no, no, no. Wrong, wrong, wrong. It's coming Ooh, to my <laughs> 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 You're gonna have to stay late again. Again, with no, no overtime. <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> they, just, they just completely left me out the joke. All right, so we may have a couple moments like this, y'all. This is my biological brother, so this is we gonna have little moments like this. So you, I'm not mad. It's just some stuff you got to catch up on, bro. We gonna push you on because it's some funny stuff. I'm not mad. But what are we talking about today, bro? Yo, you know what it is. We talking about the word is bond, bro. Make sure that and i think i think that's super poetic that you got brothers here yeah man you know what I'm saying word is bond word is bond i think that that's lacking in today in today's kids i mean when not when we were kids 
I don't know about y'all, but I know about me, Mike, you know, and uh, Cam. I know that we we were always, you know, ride or die. It was always like that. I was. It's so funny. I was just talking to the show about this last night, and we would go to different like events, youth events, or like church events and stuff like that. You know, extracurriculars outside of school. And then, like, it'll be a little, you know, you, you move from room to room, go to, a, a, you know, a little event from event within the event. Yeah. And then there'll be a little space where you just, where you can be, like, hooping outside, playing football, whatever, playing whatever games, doing art, yada, yada, yada. And we will always be hooping. And niggas, the brawls would be ridiculous, nigga, because we would just be talking so much shit to niggas. And if like it, the the worst part was if one of us get into it, it really didn't matter whether that nigga was wrong or not. It's like we ride for each other, like word is bond. Like, and we could be in the middle of a church event. It could be a bunch of churches, and we hooping, and it get it get grizzly. Niggas talking reckless, and anybody, any one of us get into it with somebody, you don't want that. We all coming, we all coming. We was always tight. You know what I'm saying? It's a gang. Do what? Gang activity. It is what it gang. is. We call it. We, we was family. Church gang. We was family, bro. So, you know, we rode for each other. No, I feel you. You feel me? And I think that when it when it comes, like I before, you messed up the recording. Come on, bro. I already apologized. <laughs> Going through that. Just messed right. at you. <laughs> right. I, I had talked about how uh, my uncle had told me a, a little quote before I had moved out right and it was that no matter what you have as a man as far as assets money car clothes right you always need to you need you need to keep your word right because you could lose all that and just off the strength of your word you can gain all of that back right and i think that that's an important uh piece of knowledge that we as men and young men as young boys need to know there's a and, and I'm all about for keeping the word, whether it be good, bad, or ugly. You know what I'm saying? I, I think especially in high school, because when you when you when you live like I lived, which was like I was single parent, you know, didn't have the best clothes and stuff. I was a nerd, so niggas was trying to press me and test me. And so I always had to keep my word, nigga. I'm gonna whoop your ass. Hands. Deep, 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 deep. You know what I'm talking about? So good, bad, or ugly, I think keeping your word is is important because no matter what you say, people are gonna take it serious. Bro, I'm sorry. Every time I look at you, I think of uh oh, party foul. You good, bro. <laughs> Every time I look at Wally B today, all I think is a wild, wild west, bro. Like Yo, I'm about to I'm about to because uh, of these because of these glasses. I like the beat. My, my feet. Oh, the missus. You never seen Wild West? Yes, nigga. Yeah. All right, bro. Come on. I don't be knowing, bro, because you don't be just chiming in in the moments, bro. You, you don't yeah. be catching the quotes, bro. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. I know. Mm -hmm. I knew that movie by heart. Why don't you jump in with us, bro? Because I was going to let you finish. Just oh, being man. respectful. Oh, okay. You a real one. I appreciate that. <laughs> but, uh. Look at me. Look at Cole. Look at me. Like, nigga's, why you trying to talk this, this nigga? This nigga's never seen that movie in his life, bro. I just decided. You straight up called a boy out on <laughs> You haven't seen it. Give me, give me one good quote from Wild Wild West. Go. Uh, 
Exactly. Hold on, hold exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> chill, chill, chill. I haven't seen it in a long time. <laughs> you just said you knew it by heart. Word is bond. I said knew it as in past it. <laughs> when I used to watch We're gonna have to play that back. I'm pretty sure you said know it. When I used to watch that bitch on repeat during the summertime at my granny house. Yeah. Yeah. I know it word for word. My bad. I ain't mean to segue, but Every time I look over, I just think of Jim West. <laughs> um, but to your point, man, uh, growing up, it's very, very easy to kind of mold the mentality of a kid. And only through the examples that they see, you know what I'm saying, typically is how they decide to move. For us, you know, we was raised like super in church, like all the time. Yeah. And um, you know, we were we were we were just very very uh, we were just raised with a lot of morals and ethical values that were deeply instilled within us. Um, that coupled with the fact that I just as a person, as a, especially as a person uh, who always was kind of put in position to like try to perform. Yeah, you I naturally like feed off of applause. Does that make sense? So that kind of quickly turned me into someone who I want to make other people happy, like people pleasing type stuff. Yeah. And, you know, moving in that mentality, you know, you learn a lot about how different people think and what they expect and what makes them click and what makes other people happy. And in an, in an attempt to try to please everyone and make everyone happy, you learn um, very quickly that people prefer people who are honest. You know what I'm saying? People prefer to be you know, they prefer for you to deliver on what it is you say that you do. So for me, word being bond was easy because there was never any pressure to go the opposite way. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just, I knew that in order for me to, to achieve the result that I want, which is roses and applause and all of that, like I gotta be able to deliver on what it says I'm gonna do. I gotta learn my lines. I gotta kill my lines. I gotta know my role. Yeah. I gotta play my position. And I got to execute every single time. So it was nothing for me. But there's a lot of people who didn't have that same type of background, who didn't have um, that same example. And it's obvious in how they treat other people. You know, you got people that came up without the same level of love and care that I did. And they came up with just disappointment after disappointment after disappointment. And to them, like, you know, your word don't mean nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because no, nobody's word meant anything to me. Right. So what's mm -hmm. the point of me going outside of myself to try to satisfy, you know, or you know, your expectation? Nah, I'm gonna get mine, and I'm gonna get mine any way that I can, and I'm gonna say whatever I gotta say to get it. And now everybody's scamming. You know what I'm saying? And that's just what it is. Or they, they, you know, it, it's a den of thieves. And you know, it's there may be respect among thieves, but there's usually not much honor among thieves. You know what I'm saying? So. It's just, it's a tough conversation to have, um, especially if you were just not groomed that way or, or if your circumstances surrounding you coming up didn't really position you for that. Not to say that, you know, that's everybody's story, but it just creates another layer of difficulty. And even with like my boys, like, you know, it's not something that we have to talk about a lot, but it's definitely been a conversation that I've had to, especially my older two, because, you know, they'll go to school and it's all kind of kids doing whatever they do. And I got to let them know, man, look, if you say you're going to do something, boy, you better do that. Because people are going to remember what you do. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're going to remember how you made them feel. And if, they, if you make people feel like you a liar, if you make people feel like you a cheat, then how exactly do you expect to establish your growth with regard to just you versus the masses? You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody needs somebody. I'm not saying that you need to everybody's approval in order to be successful, but you are going to have to, you're going to have to have some respect from somebody yeah. in order for you to elevate. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody can just do it just in and of themselves. You know what I'm saying? So I do teach them to to be aware of that. And like, you know, Tristan, my third one, you know, he don't really have that problem. He just not, I don't know how he naturally just slid into that gear, bro. And just, he just, he just there. You know what I'm saying? He don't, he don't lie. You know what I'm saying? He, he'll just come and tell you, dad, this is what I did. And this is why I did it because I thought I was supposed to do it. He okay with, he, I, I, you know, and he'll take what come with that. From my perspective, and I, uh, I think it's just, he, he's come to terms with consequence. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just come to terms with consequence, whether consequence be good or bad. I think he's fearless. I I think, I think he's like, since, since I have like seen him, I was like, this kid has zero fear, none. He's always he, he is just about it. He, you're like, you're like Tristan, go go jump off that cliff real quick into that water. Could be high, right? And he's just like, yep, okay, see ya. All right, fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> he can get hurt or whatever. Even if he gets hurt, he gets back up. But yeah, he's he's super super honest with himself. It's funny that you brought up like our childhood and our upbringing because that kind of shows you too how two different people living in the same place, raised by the same person, could turn out just a little bit different. So Vincent, Vincent is right. He was like the limelight person. And I've always known you to be like super, super honest, like about everything, right? And me, I, the limelight's okay for me, but it's not something that I look for. I'm actually more reserved. Yeah. And I sit back and like to watch things. And that's how I establish like, if a person's full of shit or not. Like, so one of my old mentors told me like the, the less you talk, the more people think about your words. Man, don't. That's and, a fact. And that is so true. Because at work. I'm going to have you say that one more time. What's that? Say that one more time. Oh, that quote? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The So my mentor told me that the the less you talk, the more people think about your words. Making sure y'all caught that the second time around. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be at work and I'll, I won't say much. I'll just sit back and listen to some of the conversations that are happening around me. And I can tell instantly, it, I've gotten a lot better at it, that I can tell when people are full of shit. Yeah. Easily. Like, it's it's so easy. I mean, so, if you're really, really good at it and you've been doing it your whole life, you might get around me, but like odds are that's not going to happen. High level so, manipulation. <laughs> so when I talk at work, that's like, mind you, like I've been running places for the past few years. And so when I talk, my people listen. It's like, okay, like, we know, like, if he says this is going to happen, it's about to happen. Um, I've seen, I've seen how people who behave the opposite can destroy com- entire organizations, like the, the vibe of an entire organization. I'm talking like 200 plus people like that, that don't trust you. I just walked into that in my current job. I ain't going to say where I might get in trouble, but <laughs> the, I, I just noticed like the, the change of when that person left. And when I got there and then they started seeing how I operate and then now things flow so much better. Like at this point, I think, I think I've been doing it long enough. And like my word is so strong. It's like Bible word strong. Yeah. 
That's the strongest word. Yeah, but I Never. feel like that's low key blasphemy. But I feel you. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think it's. Uh, you're right. It's important. It is. I. Th you know what's funny about that is um, because you're in the military, right? And yeah. I was working at I was working at Best Buy, and it's funny that you said you're the type of person where you were reserved. You sit back, you watch, and listen. My aunt told me that. She was like, you don't have to talk to people. You ain't got to hear them. You just just sit back, be quiet, and watch how they move. And they'll tell you who they are through their actions. Oh, yeah. Right. And so um, I was working at Best Buy. And um, I was one of the, I guess you could call it a team lead. My manager kind of depended on me to get shit done. Yeah, you're running stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, we had a really good team, right? And they were hiring for, like, around this time of the year when it starts to get busy for Christmas. Yeah. And we had hired this new dude. And um, my my manager, he walks up to me, he says, uh, Wally B, I need you to watch him and tell me what you think about him. I said, all right, bet. And so I ain't really talked to him, right? I would just watch him and listen to him. And I noticed that he was really more concerned with how he looked than how he performed. Like his professional image versus his actual action. Yeah. yeah. He was always concerned with, do I look like I'm a manager? Or, you know what I'm saying? Do I have the... Cause he like I had a walkie, and only only team leads and managers were allowed walkies, and then whoever they designated walkies to, like sellers, right? And so um, I had a walkie. I hated that motherfucker because they were constantly Walter, we need this. Walter, we need that. Walter, we need this. It's like ripping and running around yeah, all over the place. Yeah, shit. I want to focus on like what I'm supposed to be doing. And so he was really, how do I get a walkie? Like how do I how do I get keys? It's like nigga, nobody wants keys. Hmm. Nobody wants the walkie. The that's, those are levels of like those are levels of responsibility nobody wants because you know you you're dealing with customers and that. But he was more concerned. Come to find out, right? This dude was a um he was a private in the army. I think I think that's the the rank. Yeah, that's that's pretty much like bottom of the barrel for yeah. the most part. He was a private in the army. He was in boot camp, and I had a homie who was on my team who was a marine. Oh right. man. Full Marine finished. He was out and he was about to go back. Right. He was going back in the service. He was trying to uh do Came something. back for more? Yeah, he was going back in the service, right? And so um uh we knew like I I told my man, I was like, something wrong with this dude. Like I don't like him. He weird. Something just don't sit right. I just don't I, and I told him exactly what I said. I was like, I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it, but don't trust that nigga. And he was like, All right, bet come to find out that nigga was a liar he went to boot camp got kicked out right and was going around telling everybody that he was like a sergeant or some crazy shit oh some man type shit. My, <sighs> homie, my homie who was a marine found out lost his shit he went straight yo do not schedule him with me no more or i'm gonna beat his fucking ass that's a big deal for us man yeah that's a, one of the few things that can get you beat up yeah like but it's like that in a lot. You can't fake the funk when it. It's like that with military. It's like that with fraternities. Like you any can't. That's a no no. Any organization where there's a real a ritual, gang, you know what I'm saying? A ritual like, of uh, initiation. A rite of passage, yeah. yeah. Right. You can't do that, bro. You can't lie on that. I, I that's, think a, that's a touchy area too, because like, so people who've been to basic don't count yet, especially if you aren't operational. Like yeah. you could like you could get to your first base after basic, not make it through training, you don't count. <laughs> like yeah. like I get it. Yeah, you you went through basic, but basic is the easiest part of 
the career yeah longevity to have that that takes work yeah. it's a lot of work and a lot of patience and a lot of being honest yeah and when and somebody does something like that you're done and i think with the military integrity is such a huge part because you you you're part of a team and that team has to depend on you to do uh your portion or your piece of whatever your role is and it supports the 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 roof or the the integrity of what you would call the building of the team right a a, a coach i think i don't know if he's the most winningest coach uh, i know he's won a lot i don't know if y'all know who nick saban is mm -mm. yeah coach. i mean bama I, I figured he would i'm sure you wouldn't nick saban used he, to nick saban i heard nick saban tell his um or he has a quote that he told his 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 uh players and that was if you play your position we'll never lose if everybody does their job how they're supposed to do it we'll never lose yeah. message you feel me <laughs> and i i when i heard that that the level of importance that that has right is knowing that your job is important in connection with cole in connection with martell in connection with me if we all play our part exactly how we supposed to fucking there's no way we can lose and right and i watched a moment where like the free safety lapsed didn't go where he was supposed to go went the opposite direction hole you know what i'm saying and you watch nick just go off he all up in him you know what i'm talking about just you see him red beat in the face you know what i'm saying and that's important man knowing your job uh having the integrity to play your position even when you tempted to move outside of it you know what i'm saying keeping your word knowing that what you're doing is is beneficial to the team and to the people around you i think those are important lessons and i i think that there's a lack of that i don't know if you think so in society now i think there's such a lack of that everybody's out for the zero sum i'm gonna get rich fuck everybody else shit. so it's funny that you say that because there's like even in the military so what the what society breeds is what we get um as far as uh like the the type of people are concerned yeah because there's a so like case in point so we've had to deal with people who are they've grown up in the current society they've grown up being you know almost coddled you know it's not <laughs> yeah it's it's different it's different to look it's different like how they grew up versus how we grew up like i mean when we were in school right like what do we do like every single day we had like a vibe we had our click we had you know we would we would crash bones play space something yeah. like that and that was our thing nowadays they're doing group conversations about feelings and stuff like that it's it's, it's different yeah and so the the type of person that you're getting they're they're weaker a lot they're yeah. sometimes they're smarter like their intelligence is there but the common sense isn't there yeah like a lot and those are key factors in building a strong team like yes. and so now you got old heads Us. like you know we're, we're we're the old heads now and we're seeing how these crazy kids are are behaving and it's just like man come on like and so it's it's good though because now we're the old heads and we with the the reason the way that we grew up um has molded us for the positions that we're in so like me and my boss we we vibe because we're both old and yeah. so we both understand and it makes it easier for us to manage yeah like manage people and mind you we're managing a whole bunch of types of personalities like it's weird 
we're in a different generation managing a different generation who's teaching a different generation yeah and we're trying to make sure that they're solid because they're building the, the next us yeah and so if if we don't then that's going to lead to a i wouldn't say it's a collapse but definitely a lack of performance yeah and that's tough because like literally the entire military is doing more mission like we're making more mission progress with less people yeah like uh, a huge deficit of people in my opinion but we still make it work and that's just because we have good management skills yeah and our and our and, it, and that ties directly back to our word they're not going to trust us if you do what we say yeah. if we're not following through with what we said yeah. you know so it's yeah i just want to segue that uh cole said he was old but he not really that old that boy young that boy barely barely in the little 30 yeah 30 group look man my knees pop every morning y'all need to quit he the he the youngest <laughs> person in the room too just pulled up what up look uh, what up? the cat drug in what's good y'all it's your boy 2j and as always what is your weekly mission yeah nigga your weekly mission need to be getting an alarm clock nigga. you know what yesterday was a rough day rest today was a rough day mm -hmm. uh being a dead veteran day all I did was say my happy ass on the road. I didn't get to enjoy none of the festivities of the day uh, like I usually do. But it is what it is. I'd rather be out there making money than getting free shit. So You didn't get no free stuff yesterday? Nothing. But I will be taking care of that shit this weekend. Like, supposedly, there's supposed to be, like, a free uh, admission in the Six Flags. I don't know if they postponed it. But today, from, like, 4 to 8, we're supposed to be able to get in for free. As a bank. You finna go ride some rides? You gonna hang out with Bugs Bunny, dog? I don't know, man. I'm from the area, so Six Flags, they don't do that for me no more. I got you. I got you. Well, welcome to the pod, big dog. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're safe. Nigga, yeah. I still go to Six Flags. Nigga, gotta go hit the hoops, walk out with the basketball. Jeez. I'm dead. That's the only thing you go there for? It's one of the main... It's just the nostalgia, bro. Like, when we was kids, that was, like, important. Like, if you was a hooper... Nigga, you went to Six Flags, would you walk out with nothing? You not a hooper. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. See, but I used to work there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got Six Flags. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm Six Flags out, but Six Flags out, dog. Never. It's too much nostalgia for me. But, too, we talking about where this bond, bro. Right, 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 right. You know, I'm right, talking right. about where this bond. Yeah. What, what does it mean, Uh, your word, and the importance of keeping your word? Oh. For me, there's two things I think that every man has. We have our balls and we have our word. Mm. Neither one you want to break. Damn. You never want to lie on your dick. Niggas do. Um, and you never want to lie to anybody because that's all we have to go off of. We we the physical being, so we're known for being physically stronger than the than the female counterpart. Um, however, they rely on us for more than just to lift heavy ass boxes. <laughs> or lift heavy ass furniture, or grab the shit from the top shelf if they short than a motherfucker. <laughs> they rely on us to tell them exactly what's going on and give it to them blunt and straight, in a way that the world won't give it to them because they're too afraid of their responses. So for me, what was that? Was that the wrong? <laughs> was that the wrong button? Nah, nah. Like he he had just said something that like could have been taken sexually. So I just threw the drums in there. Uh oh, you'll hear it when like you listen back. Weekend? Nah, you. <laughs> nah, go ahead. Y'all, y'all are here when y'all play it back. All right, all right, all right. Um, but yeah, that's that's my two things that I think that every man has, and so knowing that that is one half of what we are. I mean, of course, we're all individual humans, so we think differently, we vibe differently, we we are unique in that way. 
But let's just say, for example, I tell you I'm going to do something and I don't do it. How likely are you to believe the next word that I tell you in any scenario? It also depends on our relationship. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Like a stranger? Yeah, nah, nigga, you're not getting the second chance. Get the fuck out of here. I'm with Cole on that one. You know what I'm saying? But someone that I'm, it depends. Like if we've had interactions before and there were moments where you kept your word, but then moments that you didn't, but it might be situational, then I'm more likely to give you an opportunity. But that's what I was just about to say. It really depends on the situation. Yeah. Like, you, I could tell you I'm going to do something. Like, I could say, hey, like, I, I told my nephews last night, this made me feel like crap, and it's funny we're talking about it right now. I was at a, I was going to see, um, you know, a good friend of mine last night, and I said I was going to come back. I did come back. I never, I said I was going to be back in a little bit, and I'm not going to be gone that long. But I was gone five hours. And when I came back, they, they had stayed up for me. Like, Lil V. You are trash, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, but like, God damn, don't do my babies like that. Mind you, I, I was there, I was chilling with them, and I just made a nine-hour drive, you know, from New Mexico. So, yeah, I, I got a little tired, so, like, I, I knocked out for a second, but I woke up. Time traveled, like, Dig fast. It. I felt so dumb, so I was like, y'all, I gotta go. And they were like, no, you need to sleep. I'm like, no, nah, I gotta go. Like, I gotta go, I gotta go see, you know, I gotta go see them. And I told my mom I was gonna come back and kick it with her. And uh, me and Harry kicked it before, so yeah. she understood. My mama understood the assignment, I think. But... Yeah, it's totally situational. Just it, it just depends. So that's going to drive whether or not I trust you again. But I've dealt with people where they've just flat out, like, not really lied, but, like, they said they were going to do it, and they didn't show up. And it's like, don't call no show shit. See, see, I'm not really a don't finish the task type, but it might not get done exactly when you want it. I'm more like, you know how they say, you know, with God, he may not come when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. I'm going to come at the right time, typically. Pause. Unless it's... Yeah, I caught it. 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 I was in catch. I caught it. Not actually pause. I mean, there was something that you said that was suspect. Like what? You said I'm gonna come with. Yeah. Y'all are the most dirty I mean, Kali, you low key just compared yourself to God, bro. So. Nah, man. I'm human. I'm not perfect. Nah. Nah, nah, it's not happening. <laughs> not like for me, like as far as liars and treating people. Nah, let me let me not say liars. If you don't come through on your word, the me before last year, me would probably just I put you in a box. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You were in this category now, which is not necessarily. It don't mean I'll never trust you. It just means I'll never fully. You 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 made of something different than other people who may have always delivered you know what I'm yeah. saying? you just in a slightly different category and every time you do it you just go into another category but now in my little uh growth i guess we'll call it um i'm trying to release all expectations of people i try not to expect anything i just i'm gonna just let you show me who you are and then i'm gonna just treat you accordingly and that's it that's all i don't have to categorize you or put you in this group or try to define who you are like you gonna show me and yeah. you, the universe uniquely has a way of weeding people out of my life who are not beneficial or who don't add value to my life so it's just nothing i feel like i have to control anymore and i had a big problem with that because um as a people pleaser like it could be just it could be damaging if you're trying to please the wrong people so i felt 
I needed to control the people that I'm that I'm around. But when I stopped doing that and I took my hands off the wheel, it just started happening on its own. And it was more efficient, you know what I'm saying? Because people will see, like, I'm not going outside of my way to to accommodate anything or to to draw anything out of you. Like, you're going to show me who you are, and I'm going to continue to be who I am, so you're going to see my character. And it just, unless you're just a despicable human being, you're going to feel a type of way if someone is always solid with you and you always coming up short, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you going to feel it. Yeah. I don't have to do anything. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of the space that I'm in now. And it's just made it way easier to navigate life. Because all I got to do is be the best version of me. And it's either going to inspire you to be the best version of you. You're either going to try to match this energy. Or it's going to intimidate you. And you're going to feel like, nah, I can, it's too much pressure. Or you're going to be a hoe. You know that's what I'm saying? It's so funny that you said that pressure. Because that's what happens, right? When, you, when you're performing... I don't even say performing because it's not a performance. It's just that when you're putting out the best that you can be when you put out, right? People either reciprocate that they get inspired, like you said, or they crack under the pressure. Mm -hmm. mm. And that is so weird to me. I don't know about y'all. That is so weird. I just, I've never been in a room with somebody who was just, you know, performing at the highest level. And I felt like, Oh nah, this not. I always just. I'm always super. It makes me energized. It makes me want to match the energy every single time. So I don't really understand how people like crack then fall. Shit. I just don't. I can tell you. I'd have been in the room. So like, okay, you gotta think about it like this. Let's say <clears throat> we go into a room, right, and it's Jamie Fox, right. I gotta share a stage with Jamie Fox. And this nigga go out and just kill that hoe, right? I am going to be nervous as hell. Like, I don't want to go after Jamie Foxx, bro, Paul. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying I'm a crack under pressure, but when you have someone that's has a God-given talent and they got the clout and they have the discipline, it can be difficult to try to muster up the confidence to go and match them. But but we're not talking about that. We're talking about just being a person. Just being okay, a that's good, fair. That's good fair. person. Just being a solid person. I don't understand how people can get next to a good person and then feel like, oh no, I can't I can't be next to this person. Like it's too much. Like that's I don't understand that. Mm. Like Jesus? You're talking about the insecurity. Mm. Yeah, I don't I don't understand that. That's heavy. That's heavy. I think that might have to be a that's separate shame. episode. Only because like People's insecurities have branches attached to it. Like it's like insecurity might be the tree, but anxiety, depression, um, being raped as a little girl or some shit like that. Yeah, you you done, you done started something, bro. You done started something, bro. Like I look, I ain't got nothing to say. I don't listen. I'm gonna just listen. Well, it's it's sad, but that is a common thing. It's like. I can't tell you how many females I've ran across in my life where it almost appears like that shit is normal. It's not right, but it seems to happen to every fucking female I come across. That's, that's why I added that tidbit in there. But that's what I mean. Like that, you never know where the insecurity stems from. And so it may be that they're still dealing with an internal conflict or an internal problem, if you will, that they just haven't solved or haven't went to therapy and talked it out yet or it doesn't have the right support system either from their peers or from an actual treatment team. 
to where when they when it surfaces in various different situations such as a lack of confidence or a lack of self-esteem or just not being man or woman enough um it breeds individuals that well some of them we may or may not know um habitual liars people who lie for no fucking reason or lie because they feel like it's what needs to be said like they want to say the right thing and don't want to actually tell who they are because they're afraid of how the world would view them right. or their peers the people that they've known for years would view them right and so for me that's why i say it, it stems off of the insecurity that's but, where I, I can see that happen but see th this is where this is where i say i don't understand because you would in my head you would think that when you're interacting with somebody right and yeah you might be used to dealing with fuck people who don't do you right but when you start interacting with people who are showing you their best intentions all the time who are constantly reinforcing that word is bond and they keep in they they keep in that integrity they're they're keeping their word to you every time how do you continue to burn that person you know what I'm saying? how do you continue to burn people i don't get it you think that it would change it would change a a switch in Bruh. your brain Bruh. that would that would say okay so it's people out here like this it's envy bro it's envy dog that's the only thing it can be they jealous bro jealous of what bro i will it's gonna be hard for me to say this without saying it in a way that it's gonna end up probably coming back later but i've uh -oh. been in a situation uh -oh. bro uh -oh. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. i'd have been in a situation where someone literally hated me or developed a very strong, what's the word? Disliking? Dislike. Because of the amount of love I get for being myself. And when you stand next to someone that shines, right? And you don't have that same love within you. To be able to shine as well, and you not willing to 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 put your wick up against their wick to get some light. Yeah, that's deep. Your only thing that you can do is try to put their light out instead. You know what I'm saying? Like it's jealousy, bro. It's a lot of haters out here who really don't want to see people come up because they don't love themselves enough to do the work to come up, and they don't want to see anybody win. And it's, it's crazy because it damages so many things. Like this particular person that I'm speaking about had the opportunity to do so much good and in conjunction just with me in general, but even the people that we would impact as a, as a collective, it would have been great. But that jealousy, man, like that, how come you, how, how, how come everyone loves you? How come no one loves me? And it's like, you got a lot of love, but you focused on the wrong thing right now. You know what I'm saying? Like you, your, your priorities are jacked up. You, you, instead of focusing on growth, instead of focusing on light, you want to focus on what's not happening for you in this moment. When all the upgrades come later, all you got to do is lay the foundation. All you got to do is just dip the wick you know what i'm saying like you know what i'm saying it's it's but to answer your question the, that's why people don't want to see other people win when they see that someone is shining and they feel like their light is dimmed by their someone else's light 
the first thing they want to do is blow their light out. That's that's crazy, bro. I just I've never. I I guess it's I don't know maybe that makes me weird, but it's why I just stay so driven. I just st- I just constantly am stimulating my mind with niggas who are doing better than me, and they ins- and that inspires me. I don't know about y'all. Like when I see niggas winning, I am super inspired. Like even when it's just people close to me, right? Two graduated, got the degree. You know what I'm talking about? I was super inspired. You know what I'm talking about? Cold military inspired. Mike graduated inspired. I was. Just, I'm just. It's part of what how this got here. You know what I'm saying? I'm just driven. And think and just to bring it back is like I knew I it couldn't be another moment where I was like, oh, I want to do this, and then don't do it. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And I feel like the execution of the pod making it happen going through a full season coming into season two has kind of reinforced people's belief in my ability to execute right and get shit done so now when i bring an idea to a table people gonna take it a hundred times more serious you feel me absolutely because now you got bond bond that bond is created you got bond that shit is important man like delivering executing at a high level in any any opportunity that you have like you you gotta go for gold you gotta mash the gas man otherwise people won't take you seriously you know what i'm saying how can you how can you get anything if you never do anything that's a fact am i gonna bring a tidbit in just some shit that i heard this week and came from the unlikely source i know you hate it and mr anti-social media but facebook anti-social media (laughs) but i heard this clip it was with um emmanuel acho and uh, Dwayne Wade, where they hate the word gold. Right. They hate it. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. He said they hate, I, I think I, I might butcher it, so please help me out if you, if you um, catch me where I fall. But they hate the word goals. They rather use the word objectives because they said that when they were kids, when they were in grade school, you're always taught to write papers about your goals, your long-term goals, your intermediate goals, your short-term goals. But you're thinking about the end in mind. So whatever you're planning on doing, you're thinking about it stopping eventually. Right. Which can halt you because what happens if you don't reach that goal? I think they use the example of um, by 20, you want to have your career started or have your degree. By 30, you want to have your house. A little bit later, you want to have kids. But what happens if you reach the, the age of 31 and you don't have the initial step that you wanted to have done in your 20s? Depression sets in. Nigga. Right. And he said that's why they hate using the word or tying the word goal to anything. They rather consider them objectives. Right. Because it's something that you're constantly working on. And once that thing is done or once that thing is accomplished, then you're on to the next objective or what I like to call mission. Yeah. That's a bet. You feel me? Word is bond. G. We got five. Anything else? Man, I just want to thank everybody who has consistently supported what it is we trying to do. I want to also thank everybody who has, and this is the good people. This is the the people who weren't so good to us. Everybody that contributed to the environment and village that made us because all of those factors combined created this and it created like a, a really solid group of dudes um, pause, who really try to go outside of their way to do good in the world. And I just hope that this particular episode inspires somebody 
who may be dealing with some of the things we've discussed as far as challenges with regard to other people who are trying to dim your light or just you maybe doubting yourself and your ability to execute on your word. Like, don't write a check that your ass can't cash, you know, and don't be afraid to start small. All you need is a step. Once you take the first step, then you can take another step and you're on a journey. Learn to fall in love with the process and be okay with it. Don't operate just with the goal in mind, like 2J, just focus on bettering yourself and just walk the path. That's all you got to do. Um, and just continue to be good to each other, man, because it's, it's hard enough out here for us to not be holding each other down, especially as a community. And yes, I'm speaking to the community of color. Nothing against anybody else, but we need each other. And we got to stop doing each other so bad. We got to stop lying to each other. We got to stop short, shorting ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Shorting, stunting our own growth and potential. You know, stop talking crazy to your kids. Pour into your kids. Let them know what they can do. Stop telling them what they can't do. You know what I'm saying? And just love harder. Because at the end of the day, we all we got. And if we fuck that up, then we're fucked. And we all know. You smarter than that. You know. RP takeoff. RP takeoff, man. Crazy, man. Thank you, Cole, for sliding in. You know what I'm talking about? Thank you, 2J, for finally showing up. You know. You know what I'm talking about? Hey, you know, better late than never. Thanks. But never late is better. Facts. Not fiction. <laughs> Smarter than that. That was That's Drake. That, oh, fuck that nigga. Uh, you a hater, bro. <laughs> Hold on, one time. <laughs> Major distribution get my label on my dick for real. One hundred. <laughs> that album is fire. Bro, I gotta check it out. I've only heard that record. I'm, I, that record is hard. That bro. whole slap, nigga. Rich flex, nigga. Hey, I'm about to check it out. We gonna run that hoe. Y'all be smooth, man. We love y'all, dog. For real. We out. Yeah. Peace. <laughs>